Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome back, family. Welcome back, kingdom family. Gather around, gather around, gather around. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to have my brother in the house with me tonight. We'd like to thank Derek Oliver and his team for this platform, for allowing us to listen to the word of God, allowing us to spread the word of God. Amen. And allowing us to come together as believers of the most high God. Amen. This enables us, wherever we are located, whether it's worldwide, amen, whether it's uh, within the U.S., amen, it allows us to gather together, amen, it allows us to do what we were not able to do hundreds of years ago, more or less thousands of years ago, amen. Come on. It was near most, it was impossible, not near most, it was impossible thousands of years ago to be in communication, amen, with someone on the other side of the planet. Even hundreds of years ago, amen, it was impossible to be in communication. Uh, If it was a way to communicate, amen, it wasn't widely known among men, amen. If it was known, it was known among only certain people if it was possible to communicate. Amen. 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 The most high God for this opportunity. I can thank him for being here. Brother, I thank him for my health and strength. I thank him for the blessings that he bestowed upon me, my family, amen, my loved ones. I thank him for you, your family and loved ones. I thank him for for Derek's family and loved ones. I'm grateful for the saints. Amen. 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 I'm grateful for the saints because, because of the saints, amen, God's grace and mercy is on this Come planet. On. Because of the yes. saints, if it wouldn't be for yes, God's sir. chosen people, the few numbers that's here, this world be chaos, chaos, total, utter chaos. Amen. Chaos. We thank the most high God for His grace and mercy. I'm going to say a quick prayer. Amen. We're going Amen. to get it started, brother. Amen. We're going to talk about the Book of Revelation tonight. Probably going to All right, there. brother. I may check out a few scriptures, amen, because. I got, uh, for my last teaching, I sure got a lot of scriptures written down that I didn't get to get to. I may touch one or two of them. But we're going to get started. Amen. I try not to let the introduction go too long. In the beginning of the show, we only have an hour and a half. And I know that you all are listening for the sake of learning, for the edification of the Most High God. Amen. You all are learning so that you can teach to others. I thank God for our listeners. Amen. I thank God for me and Elder Bazaar's ability to share this gospel at Amen. this day and time. Amen. At this day and time. I told a brother the other week, Amen, I believe that we were made for this. Amen. We were made Thank you, and born in this time, at this time, for this, to spread this gospel. Amen. Amen. I know I've been teaching salvation for many years. Amen. I still teach salvation, but that was my call in the ministry was love and salvation. Amen. And now I have added eschatology to it. Amen. Because I remember when I took the studies many years ago at school. Amen. And and I didn't know that it was going to be for this. Amen. Come on. I didn't know it was going to be for this. Come on, brother. 
Amen. I, I was just taking revelation because my dad used to always talk about it when I was a kid, and I loved to hear him talk about revelation. He, although it was scary, amen, we used to love to hear the, the mysterious revelation. Amen. It was a mysterious uh, time. Uh, the apocalyptic time was, was a scary thing. It really was because we didn't know what to expect. And we were just praying and hoping that we it wasn't going to happen while we was on the earth. Amen. Amen. But through learning and, and research and studying in the prayers of the righteous and through God's impartation through his Holy Spirit, he has taught me that we won't even be here as the church of God Come when on, the tribulation kicks off. We, let me say that again. For you all that are, that are in doubt, for you all that are fearful, that are afraid, because God has not given us the spirit of fear. It makes perfect sense. He won't put no more on us than he can bear. See, if the church is going to go through the great tribulation, then you would have to throw those scriptures out with what he said. You have to throw out the scriptures that he won't put no more on us than, than we can bear. Because trust me, the tribulation is going to put more on you than you can bear. Trust me. He, these messages were to the church. The church will be gone during the tribulation. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. So Praise those scriptures that, that he won't put no more on you than you can bear, amen, and he has not given us the spirit of fear, you're going to be fearful in the tribulation. There's going to be demons on earth. There's no way in the world you couldn't fear that. Amen. Amen. And I'm not what you're probably saying. Oh, well, we're not supposed to fear demons. Let me, let me tell you something. The demons that we're going to be dealing with or that they're going to be dealing with in the book of Revelation are not the demons that you see possessing people today. You can deal with those type of demons because they're hidden within the flesh. These demons, you're going to actually see these demons. And these, you got to remember the Holy Spirit is, is going to move out of the way, and Lucifer is going to have his way. Amen? You got to imagine. One of the most fearful things when I was going through this class, that it came to my mind one night I was driving home from school. I was like, man, how am I going to be able to feed my family if the cost of a meal is going to range anywhere from 80 to $100 for one person? Loaf of bread, I mean. That's not even a meal. How is I going to feed my family? And I'm sort of thinking at the time, at this time I had little kids. They were little then. They weren't grown now like they are. My baby, she's in the house. She's starting her senior year this year. They were all little bitty babies, brother. Amen. I, and I don't, I don't think at this time my daughter was even born at this time. Come on now. But the point that I'm making is that that was a fearful thing to face because these scriptures came into my mind. I said, well, Lord, you said that you wouldn't give me the spirit of fear and that you won't put no more on me than I can bear. But I said, if I have to go through it, I have to go through it. But I'm going to be faithful. Amen. But the Holy Spirit revealed to me, amen, brother, you won't even be here when the tribulation kicks off. Come on, preacher. To the most high God. Man, that was so soothing to my soul to know that we won't even be here. That's a difficult thing. A lot of people think that they can handle stuff like that. But I'm here to tell you, brother, that, that it's not easy not being able to feed little kids. You are tempted to steal. You are tempted to do some illegal things and to lie and cheat and take money. 
just to feed your family. We, a lot of times we say we wouldn't do a lot of things. We are flesh. If you are put to the test, you're going to break some laws to feed your baby. There's no way in the world you're going to let something and watch your child starve. Amen. Amen. And how we know that the church won't be here. Because God will not put us through those things. It's not a test for us. The church has been tested 2,000 years now. We've had our test. The test is going to be for those who have rejected Christ, rejected God, and for the Jews have the, who are still rejecting Christ to this day. Amen? Come on, preacher. Amen. Amen. Let me say a quick prayer. Let's go ahead and get started. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for our life, our health, and strength. We thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Most of all, we thank you for your son, Yeshua. We thank you for his ultimate calm down that he thought of himself as nothing. He loved us so much. Amen. He loved us so much that he came down from on high to redeem yeah. And we thank you for you and your son's faithfulness, for loving us so much, amen, and for, for making the ultimate sacrifice throughout the history of mankind. We thank you for your love, your peace, your joy. Most of all, we thank you for your salvation. We bless and praise your holy name forevermore. Amen, 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 amen. Uh, amen. We're still hot. Amen. We're still hot in Texas. Amen. We're still... Reaching those 100-degree marks, 90-degree. It's been no less than 95 degrees here in Texas. And at night, amen, it's still hot around 85 to 90 degrees. Amen. I know a lot of you are saying that's too hot, but like I told you, I'll take a 95 to 105-degree day any day over anything at freezing and below, or even in this 30s, anything below 45 degrees. I can deal with some colds, but, man, when you begin to get under 45 and freezing 32 degrees, that's too cold for me. I don't go nowhere. I stay in the house. Come on, hey, man, Unless I got to go to work. Amen. I'm just saying, I know you, brother. I know you, you said cold weather. Thug. Man, I don't see how you do it, but <laughs> like they say, amen. Like they say, if you were born right. in it, it's different. So I get it. If you were born in it. It's different. So I guess it's the same for us down here because I heard some people from the north say they don't I see how what we you take mean, 100 degree heat. Amen. So it's Amen. the same. We were born and raised in, so we used to it. Amen. Amen. And we started with the word of God. It is 10 minutes after. Amen. I'm so grateful for, for God. I love him so much. I love his son. I love the heavenly host. I love the heavenly family. Amen. I love, I, love the, I love Yeshua, the Holy Ghost. I love the Holy Ghost. I love God, period. And I think about, but I was just thinking about it before I got on the earth. My heart was so touched. Amen. From the things that's going on in this world, God loves us so much. He adores his creation. What is What are man that thou art mindful of him? God Come loves on. us so much. And don't you know that they would do it again? God would do it again? Yeah. Oh, man, y'all not hearing me. If he had to come down and go up on that cross again, I believe he would do it again if he had to. Yeah. Amen. But ain't we grateful that he only had to do it just one time? One time. Amen. That's why people got to understand. Once saved, always saved. Christ ain't yeah. going to go up on the cross again for your sins. 
Can you imagine how many times he would have to take that for all the sinning we do? Amen. You better hear me. Come on. He said, I'm only doing this one and one time only. And best believe he took care of business when he went to the cross. I am so grateful. I am so glad. Brother, I know you're grateful. That's why we understand once saved, always saved. Always saved. He only needs to do it one time. Ain't nobody getting beat like that again. If I had no. a choice, I ain't getting spat on. I ain't getting blamed for something I didn't do. Who wants to go through that torment? A lot of people think that they can take a lot of things until they begin to feel the effects. Come on, preacher. And then you get feeling different. Amen. You get hit with one of them, cat, cat, uh, what was it called? Uh, Cattle nine. Uh, cat nine, nine tails. Yeah, cat nine tails. You get hit with one of them things. Man, that thing rip your flesh out your back. You're going to holler and scream and probably say some other things that's ungodly. Amen. Let's just Come keep on, it real. Preacher. Amen. You let something grab your meat real good and they rip it out your back. Amen. I'm quite sure there was no weak man that was, 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 was throwing that whip at him. I'm quite sure the person probably was no, strong and probably weak. used to doing that. Amen. And we, we just take life for granted every day. People just taking life for granted, taking the salvation for granted. People just going to hell every single day for no reason. For no reason. Amen. No reason. He's already made the ultimate sacrifice. You don't have to go to hell. There's no need to go to hell. Amen. There's just no, no need. need. He's already made the ultimate sacrifice. He's already did the hard part. All you have to do now is receive salvation. And I say it all the time, who wouldn't want to go to heaven? Who wouldn't want to live in peace, love, and joy and happiness? Amen? But I Come on, it. preacher. There are some people, like the brother said, and I don't care what you do, they're just not going to do right. You can put them in heaven, and they'll run out the door. They'll run out the Come gate. Come on. They, they want to they party. They want <laughs> Come greeting. on. They want a drug, they want a sex, they want a sin, they want money, they want riches, they want to sell this. They want to do everything but serve God. And like the book, come I on, believe come on. there's some folks in this world, you can put them in heaven, they can see the beauty of heaven, and it's too much for them. It's too, too much, much for them. them. They probably catch a fire. That's not what they want. They want hell. They like darkness. They, like the Bible said, they love sin. Who loves sin? Why would you want want to throw your soul away for a few hours? Amen. I'm and I'm just I'm just using that Come as an example. Come on, preacher. Come on. That's all it is compared to eternity. Just a few hours of pleasure. Not even hours, really. This time that you will spend on this earth is very short. Trust me. Sure. When I looked at my life and said, man, it was just 30-something years ago I was in school. That is insane to me. To think, thirty some years ago, I was the same age as my daughter. That's crazy. Lord have mercy. Who who would ever thought? I never looked at well at that age. I didn't look that far into the future and say when I get fifty or when I get forty or thirty. You the kids don't think that far. They living for today. But when you get old and God bless you, and you look back at your life, you say, "Man, I've been truly blessed." It's a blessing. Amen. To be Amen. It's a lot of people who didn't make it. We just don't understand how blessed we are. Amen. Anyway, Ooh. I'm sorry. Let, let me get. Let, let, amen, ahead, Doctor. Work with it. Let me get to the scriptures. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm just going to grammar. 
what I want to do, I want to I want to call your attention to Revelation, the seventh chapter. Amen. All right. Seven. All right. And we're going to speak a little bit about this congregation in heaven tonight. Amen. Revelation right. 7. The Holy Spirit gave me something different to say, hey, you, you guys need to, to, to turn up the heat. Amen. Turn up the heat. We got we got to turn up the heat. Amen. Because there's a lot to this Bible, Bible prophecy, a lot that's going to go on. So we're going to talk about this 144,000. And who Come is on, this 144,000? The 144,000 servants of Yahweh that are sealed and representative of the 12 tribes of Israel. This does not mean that the 144,000 Israelites will be saved, but that 12,000 chosen in each tribe, amen, will be protected from the wrath of Satan and the Antichrist. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm sorry, the 144,000 will be saved. I'm sorry, I said it will not. I'm about to, let me rephrase it. This, amen, amen. Does that mean the 144, only the 144,000 Israelites will be saved? Amen. So let me rephrase that. This does not mean that only the 144,000 Israelites will be saved. In other words, during the tribulation, not only just the 144,000 will be saved. The reason why I'm reading this, the reason why I'm saying it, because I remember Many, 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 many years ago, I had a friend that I worked with, lovely young lady. She uh, she was a Jehovah's Witness, her and her mom. That's, that's where she got it from. She inherited it from her mom. But her mom was a Jehovah's Witness, so, of course, he raised her to be Jehovah's Witnesses. They don't believe that outside the 144,000 that anybody else is going to be saved in the tribulation. Come on, Amen. preacher. And, and, in fact, the way that she explained it, they only believe that 144,000 is going to heaven. I'm like, what kind of nothing, brother? When she taught your sister, you get, you get, you, something's not right with that. I said, you have to misunderstood their teachings. They just cannot believe that. She said, no, Tim, that's what we believe. I said, sister, there are billions of people on the planet. You only tell me, oh, 144,000 going to go to heaven? Sister, that ain't right. And we weren't even talking about Revelation because I knew nothing about Revelation that much at the time. She didn't either. Hey, Amen. This was like long when I when I first got saved. 23, yeah. 22, 23 years ago. When I was a baby. When I said I was a baby, I was sucking on a pacifier from brother back then. I was a baby in Christ. Come on. I had my beer bone back then. I didn't know much right. about the bottle, but you know, I, I tried to do the best that I could to witness to people and to talk to people. Amen. But, you know, I've grown so much. Amen. I'm on strong. Amen. Man, I'm eating steaks, brother. Steaks, potatoes, and shrimp with some sauce on it, bro. Yes, sir. Amen. I'm cutting up. Amen. I'm just saying, though, I'm on some strong meat. Like Paul says, you got to be on strong meat. But the point that I'm making, the point that I'm making, amen, amen, the point that I'm making today, amen, is that it's going to be more than 144,000 saved during the tribulation. So remember, we're talking about the church just went on. In that first three and a half years, amen, Come on. the 144,000 is going to be chosen to witness. Now, though the Holy Spirit, like the brother said, though the Holy Spirit is going to step back, amen, and we've been talking about this for, for, for a little over, for some years now. Yes, we sir. know that yes, the sir. Holy Spirit is not going to be gone completely. He can't be. 
if the Holy Spirit's gone completely, because we know God is omnipresent. What it means is, what uh, Paul was saying over Thessalonians, what it means is that the Holy Spirit is going to allow some authority for the devil and the Antichrist to come on the scene and do something. That's all it means when we say he's going to step back. He's going to leave. He's not going to totally leave. Of course he's in the world. He's just going to allow Lucifer to have some control. Remember, God come is on, in control. Holy God is on the throne. He never yes, ever have total control. Absolutely not. Who is Lucifer that he going to give him total control? Total control over what? <laughs> the devil is a lie. He wish God would. He wish God would step away. He probably trying to sit on the throne and everything else. God like, man, I ain't fooling with you like that. Amen. 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 Man, but watch this. Amen. The 144,000 Israelites will be saved, but they won't be the only ones during the tribulation. All the people comes. If they're the only ones saved, what is the purpose of them witnessing? Their purpose Come on, is preacher. to win more souls for Christ. Come on and talk to me in here. Talk to me, man. Now y'all better know who we serve. Amen. Amen. But the 12,000 chosen in each trial will be protected from the wrath of Satan and the Antichrist. In other words, they ain't going to be able to touch them. Oh, they're going to hate them. They're they going to hate them. They're not going to be able to do nothing to them. They're going to get to go and win because they got a seal on their head. Can't nobody bother. Amen. All glory Amen. To God. The great multitude that will be saved are described as they which came out of the great tribulation. Come on, preacher. And washed preacher. their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Woo-wee. Revelation 7 yeah. and 14. Lord, have mercy. Let me read that, Revelation 7 and 14. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest, this is John talking, and he said to me, These are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robe and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. What this means is that the 144,000 is going to witness, and because they're witness. See, here's some people. Let me share this with you. There's a lot of folks in church right now, but they're not saved. In fact, we've already told you that two churches out of seven, less than 30%, is actually going to be ready for the return of Christ when the, when the trumpet sounds. All because, remember, he said, I come as a thief in the night. He said to be ready, for I come as a thief in the night. He's talking to the church. He gave that message to John to give to the church to prepare for his return. Stop playing around. Get ready for me to come back. Amen. All right. All right, now follow me now. Go ahead, now. bro. So now what's going to happen, amen, when the trumpets sound, we the church, me, my family that believe, Elder Bazaar, his family believe, our loved ones and friends that believe. Notice I said that believe. They must believe in Yahweh. Once the trumpets sound, the dead in Christ going to rise first. For the past 2,000 years, all the saints that, that have the Holy Spirit embedded in them, the Holy Spirit is going to call them from the grave. God's going to call them from the grave. But the sound of a trumpet of the archangel, that's the voice of Christ, is going to shout. He's going to call their names with that shout, and they're going to hear. My loved ones, yours that believe in Christ, they're going to raise you. And then those of us that are alive and remain shall be caught up with them to meet the Lord in the earth. This is Christmas Bible scripture. 
Once we are gone to heaven, the tribulation starts immediately. Planes falling out the sky, cars having wrecks, people's running at the house screaming and yelling like crazy. Where are my loved ones? Where are my children? Children all across the planet are going to be gone out of here. God's not going to allow no children to be here in the tribulation period. It's going to be too terrible, too horrible. There's no word to describe what's coming. Paul's, I mean, I'm sorry, Christ said it. John said it, and it's also over in the book of Jeremiah. It's also in other scriptures as well. It's going to be a time so dark and terrible. as never a time was like it since Adam and Eve, nor till now, nor after that was there ever Come a on. time like the Come great on. tribulation on this planet. They're going to be beheading people. Because what's going to happen, some people that, that was in church, they're going to wake up and say, man, I missed my opportunity. I can't play. My Come family's on. gone. My loved ones Come are on. gone. My kids are gone. Come on. And this 144,000 is going to begin to witness and talk about talk about the millennial reign. Christ coming back. See, now Come they on, believe preacher. in Christ. Now, the, the Jews now are talking about Christ's return. The true Jews are talking about Christ. He coming back. See, now they believe. Ain't nobody going to be able to touch him. They're going to witness to the world. And folks that were in church, not all of them, but, but most of them should, because they remember they, they're used to being religious. They say, you know what? I'm not going to miss my second chance. I'm going to get saved because I want to be in heaven with my mom, my dad, my, my folks, my children. I'm not going to miss this chance. You know, some folks that have never been saved before, never been to church. They're going to get saved because they're not going to like the conditions. They're going to say, there's got to be a way out of this. And Lord, have mercy. When, when Lucifer is kicked down to this earth, he takes over the Antichrist's body. At the end of that three and a half years, he's going to say, you know what? If you really love me, this is the, this is the Antichrist Lucifer talking, talking about, talking. If you really love me, come on. he's going to declare himself God. And you must bow down and worship me and to, and to, to show me your loyalty to me. You must take a mark. Lord have mercy. Y'all not here. Come on. You got Come to take on, a preacher. mark on your forehead or in your right hand. That number is the, uh, the number of a man, 666. Golly, Lord. Man, don't you know the world's prepared for this mark? Don't you know yes, it been, is. Been, the world's been taking tattoos since I, was a, since I was right out of high school. I had friends getting tattoos on the arm, on the chest, women getting on the back, the arm, the boobs, the butt. Ooh. Oh, getting tattooed everywhere. They, they tatted up like they say in the streets, but they tatted up. They ready to go. So the devil said, this ain't nothing new. Y'all are used to being marked on anyway. Guess what? Here. Slap this on your forehead. Here. Slap this on your hand or in your hand. They people are used to it. What's coming? See, you don't even know it. They don't even know it, but the world has already been conditioned and prepped for the great tribulation. Yes, it Lord is, brother. Lord yes, it is. Man, I'm just now getting into this thing. We finna, we finna get it's finna, We got to turn up the heat, brother. Amen. You got that right. And so what's going to Amen. What's going to happen is, what's going to happen? Heads are going to roll like nothing. Like They're going to take folks to the chopping block. To these vacant buildings, they've been talking about this, how the Walmart's are vacant, how they believe that FEMA, these FEMA camps they're setting up. That's what it's for. It's for these folks that's going to start rebellion, rebelling against the Luciferian, satanic, 
whore, Ooh, Babylonian whore, which is this whore's religious church, which has this evil, wicked system that kidnaps kids, does organ harvesting, ge- genetically modifying foods. Don't you see what they've done to the food? But they now got meat that they can create in the lab. Ain't that nonsense, brother? Man, don't you? But the abomination. Mm-mm-mm. Lord, Come I must have on, tell us, tell us. It's, uh, it's about to get ugly. While you playing, talking about how God ain't coming back, I so hate it for your soul if you are here when the trumpet sound. Because now Come you on, got to Lord deal Jesus. with that nonsense that's coming. Not only that, like the angels, watch what the angels in heaven said. Revelation 12. We just talked about it last week. Did we not? Amen. We just talked about it. It said, therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knew it, that he had but a short time. That in the three three and a half year mark, he's going to be kicked down. And boy, it's going to be hell on earth. He's going to be mad. As hell. You better trust and believe. And he's going to take yes, that on anybody, yes, the remnant, that say they believe in God, the remnant that just got saved, those who are the Jewish people that now recognize that, that the Antichrist is a fake and phony. Oh, my gosh. He fixed to come after them. He said, get them. Bring them. And we're going to we're gonna show them. We're going to cut their heads off. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. And this is Revelation, the seventh chapter. I forget it turns to the brother. Let me go there real quick. Go ahead, brother. You're doing good. You're doing good. All glory be to God, brother. All glory be to God. Amen. And this is what he said. He said, and I said to him, sir, thou knowest and said unto me, amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. These are they which came out of the great, you see that, tribulation, and have washed their robes and made them white. In the blood of the Lamb. This is how we know that there are the saints that was on the earth, part of the remnant, and those that got saved. But great multitude will get saved. It's going to be like a revival. They're going to get saved. Amen. I'm going to come back. Amen. I'm going to get to the brother. We're going to come back. We're going to hit Revelation 8. We're going to get deep in this. We're going to get more than knee deep. We're going to get up to our chin in this today. Amen. Yes, we are. Yes, sir. This 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 is awesome. This is awesome. This brother got yes, the same sir. mind I got. The same mind I got <laughs> because I was looking Amen. at the uh, seventh of uh, uh, Revelation and I was looking at the thirteenth chapter of Revelation. Uh, mm-hmm. He explained mm-hmm. that fairly and well done because number one, exactly what the Bible says, there's going to be one hundred forty-four thousand Jews that's going to be anointed, that's going to be sealed to preach. The gospel, the first three and one half years. The first three and one half years will be in a semi peace. In other words, people will have an opportunity to call on the name of the Lord when they hear these Jews preach the gospel. Because God is saying this. He's saying, I owe the Jews. I owe the Jews. I'm dedicated. I am committed to give the Jews seven years to close the age of ages. In other words, the ages of ages, meaning the last seven years 
will be the close of the ages of ages. In other words, yeah. this seven-year tribulation will conclude with the second coming of Jesus Christ. The second yes, coming Lord. of Jesus Christ will end in what? The 19th chapter, the 11th verse of Revelation, when Christ comes back with the church. Listen to me. He's coming back with the church, the born-again believers, the blood-washed ones, the ones that accepted Jesus Christ. If you accept Buddha, if you accept uh, 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 religions and, and, and uh, uh, different kinds of occult, you won't be there. Hey, uh-uh. No, no. Buddha didn't die for me. Islam didn't die for me. Baptist didn't Mom. die for me. Presbyterian didn't die for me. Catholic didn't die for me. Nobody in the human race can take their blood and wash my sins whiter than the snow. Oh, no, Amen. no, that's impossible. Will you get the idea just because somebody get up and preach the word and tell you some phony occult uh, 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 religion and say well, this is the way to heaven? They're wondering lie. You know why? Because Jesus Christ said, I am the way. I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life. No man can get to the Father unless he come by me. So these 144,000 will be what God was promised to Jews that I will deal with you seven years. And the seven years will be concluded with the 144,000 and the two witnesses. Now, who I'm going to tell you right now, the, the, the Jewish people are planning now to get ready to build a temple, a temple mm-hmm. in which they will try. Here's what the Jews trying to do in, in, in Israel. They're trying to go back to the old judicial law of Judaism. Mm-hmm. They want to go back into the temple and do old sacrifices of bulls and goats and turtle doves. And God said, this is not the way. God told his own people. See, God loves the Jew because the Jews are the chosen people. But he still don't have, he will not give the respect of something that he has already done by dying on Calvary's cross. And the Jews want to go back to Judaism. The Lord said, no, 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 no. You got to come through me. And so the Jews are getting ready, and this is the sign that the rapture is near. The Jews are getting ready to reconstruct the third temple. The Amen. Third temple, the Jews are saying, we are going to recover the Ark of the Covenant. We're going to recover the menorah. We're going to recover uh, the, uh, the, the last seven feast days, the last three feast days that are going to occur up on the earth real soon. And guess what? The next great, oh, my God, my God, have mercy. The next greatest feast day that the Jews are going to recover, and they have recovered it from, from 1948 until 2023. And the last three feast days of the Lord. Now, listen, this is the Lord's doing. This ain't my doing. This ain't the preacher's doing. This ain't the prophet's Amen. doing. This is the Lord's doing. And the Lord the said, Lord I got three more feast days to be fulfilled. Well, Brother Bazaar, what are the last three feast days that's mentioned in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter? The last three feast days is number one. Number, number, number five is the Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Awe, the Feast of Blowing Trumpets 
for the day of repentance, of uh, 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 the trumpet of recovering, recovering what? Recovering the church. When you blow a trumpet, that means get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The last three feast days are feast of trumpets, feast of Yom Kippur, and feast of tabernacles. These three feast days, listen to me what I'm saying, has not been fulfilled. And God said they got to be fulfilled. For the last 2,000 years, the Jews have been blowing the trumpet on the feast day of Rosh Hashanah. They have blown it. They, have, they blew it. They blew it in 48. They blew it in 49. They blew it in 65. They blew it in 75. They blew it in 85. They blew it in 95. They blew it in 2005. They've been blowing that feast of trumpet for the last 2,000 years. And guess what? There has been no rapture. You know why? Because the fullness of time has not come. But now we're living in the fullness of time where this feast day, which is the feast day of trumpet, which is the 15th and the 17th of September, the Jews are going to blow Rosh Hashanah, the feast of trumpets, the day of awe, the day of recompense, the day of repentance. And this is the day in which the church is going to be awakened. How are they going to be awakened? They tell me, Jesus said, he shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangels and the trumps of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be caught to meet the Lord in the air. Now you say, well, how do you know it's going to be this feast day? Because number one, we only got ten more, we only got seven more years. We only got seven more years before 2030. And 2030 ends the period of 6,000 years of what? of the devil ruling and trying to rule this earth. And God said, before the devil can rule the earth almost in a full extent, I've got to remove my body. Well, who is the body of Christ? The body of the Christ is born again, baptized believer who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and is looking for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, I know there's a Amen. lot of people in church that don't believe, that don't believe the rapture is near. They say it's the 5, 10, 15 years over, uh, 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 overdue. It's not going to come. But let me tell you, there's a lot mm-hmm. of preachers that's not preaching. What? They're not preaching revelation. They're scared of revelation. You know why they're scared of revelation? Because, number one, two reasons. They're not saved or they're saved and they're not living to the uh, uh, extent that God wants them to live to preach this book because it was written to what? The seven churches of Asia Minor. It wasn't written to the world. It was written to the church. It was written to the born-again believers. It was written for those that need to know what's going to happen in the future so you can prepare yourself. And the reason people are not preparing themselves because they don't know how close it is. But a lot mm. of church folks, oh, y'all ain't listening to me. I said a lot of church folks just going to church, haven't been changed, haven't been down at the cross, haven't been washed in the blood, just have a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power. But let me tell you, it's a wake-up call coming. It's a wake-up call coming in 2023. It's a call that's never been called before. And God said, now I'm going to get, when I get my body out the way, I'm going to send 144,000 to finish what the church did not do. And what the church Amen. did not do, they did, they wasn't a witness to the world. 
Oh, I know the church has been, there's a lot of people witnessing out in the world today, but as a whole, the church is all out of contour because a lot of people say, well, I can't witness it. I don't want to go out there. I'm scared to go out there. I don't know how to witness to people, but the Bible tells me the Holy Ghost will give you power to speak with power and understanding. Speak with love of God. Speak with mercy. Speak with repentance. Speak with understanding that Jesus Christ says, I'm going to remove my body. My body has taken 2,000 years of punishment. It's been burned. It's been scraped. It's been whipped. It's been lied on. It's been accused. I'm getting ready to take my body out of here. And the only way that you can be taken out of here, you must be born again. If you're not born again, listen to what I'm saying. If you're not born again and just a good church member, guess what? You're going to be left here. You're going to be left here on earth. And you're going to have to face, what, the Antichrist. It's like the brother said, there's going to be children missing that's not at the age of accountability. There's going to be a lot of babies missing that's not at the age of accountability. Only ones that are going to be left is those that's at the age of accountability. A lot of people say the age of 20 is accountability. Some people say the age of 13 is the age of accountability. I'm not going to give a specific age of accountability, but only God knows. Only God knows at the age of accountability. And if if he if he would tell me at the age of three years old, I would want to get saved at three years old. Well, I know it's not the age of three years old because Jesus said, suffer the little children and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. So Jesus Christ said, I'm going to remove every good, every, every, every baby that's getting ready to come out their mother's womb. When they get out their mother's womb, I'm going to snatch them out in the twinkling of an eye. And guess what? Amen. Like the brother said from the word of God, there's going to be a crash. There's going to be an economical crash. There's going to be a religious crash. There's going to be a, mm. pol- a political crash. The world is mm. going to go into turmoil. It's going to be like a living hell. And the first three and one half years, God is going to give the world an opportunity to hear the gospel preached by the Jews. The 144,000 were preached upside down. They were preached straight away. They were preached morning, noon, and night. They were preached 1,260 days. They were preached 42 no, months. No. They were preached in and out. They would tell the world that the Lord Savior Jesus Christ, the Almighty God, is going to send his son down to send up and set up the millennium kingdom. And the world is going to hear this. And it's going to be a great worldwide revival. The rival revival is going to be so large that one of the elders said, just like the word of God says through the brother, he said, there I see a number that no man can number. And he said, well, who are these and where do they come from? Well, don't you know these are the Gentile nations that hear the gospel to the Jews. And when they hear the Jews, they knew that something was getting ready to go on. Don't you know what the Jews start preaching? That Jesus Christ is the Lord, the glory of God, and that he's coming back to set up a millennial kingdom, and that he died and suffered on Calvary's cross. Don't you know this is the one and true Messiah? And guess what? There's going to be a number a number that no man can number. How can it be a number? It's going to be numbers from America. Some, some, some saints, some, some going to get saved in America down from the coast mm-hmm. of Portland, Maine, 
all the way across to Pennsylvania, all the way down in Louisiana and Georgia. Good God Almighty, they're going to hear the word of God in America, and then they're going to go down oh, into Texas, and then they're going to cross over to Las Vegas and Nevada, and the gambling casinos are going to hear the gospel. Good God Almighty, the whole house is going to have to listen to this because Jesus Christ is coming back to set up the Millennium Kingdom, and then we're going to go across into China, and we're going to go across into Russia. We're going to go across into Afghanistan and Pakistan. It's going to round the world, and the gospel will be preached to all the world, and then the end will come. Good God Almighty. Can't you see what's getting ready to happen? And the world is wondering, and the church is going to sleep, and some folks are slobbering on themselves, and some folks are talking mm. about prosperity and trying to get rich, and some folks are talking about marrying and giving into marriage, and some folks talking about, I'm going to get me some real estate. And some folks talking about, I'm going to get an education, but I don't care what you say. You might want to do all these things, but I want to let you know right now, time, I said time is running out. You better get ready to meet the Lord and say to Jesus Christ. And if you don't get caught in the rapture, if you don't get caught in the rapture, you're going to have to face the awesome tyranny of the greatest dictator that will take over the whole world. You're going to have to face this man face to face. And he ain't going to be playing no pinochle. He ain't going to be playing no hopscotch. He's not going to be playing wood tag. He's not going to play Simon Says. He's not going to be playing bingo. Because number one is going to be the devil in himself. And how can he become the devil? And I'm going to say these few words, and I know my time has run out, but I'm going to say these few words and let you know what's going to shock the world after the first three and one half years. The angels, the wicked angels, the wicked cherubims, the wicked demons, the wicked cyborgs, the wicked Nephilim, the wicked uh, scorpions is going to make an invasion on the whole planet because mm. the devil is getting ready to be cast mm-hmm. out of the first and second heaven. He's getting Come ready. On, he's getting he's getting ready because he knows that he had about a short time. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he's got to do a miracle that's beyond any miracle that has ever been done by Satan. And that miracle is is that Satan got all his demons lined up right now, and he's giving them instructions. He said, I want you a special demon class of demons. I want this here Antichrist to be assassinated. I want Mm. him to be killed. You said, well, where did you get that information? I got that information from the 13th chapter of Revelation. And that 13th mm. chapter of Revelation tells you the assassination of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is a man. He will be a human being. He will have a physical life. He will be an instrument of the devil. And he's alive today. But he's going to play an important part in the middle of the tribulation. Because in the middle of the tribulation, he's going to get a, a gunshot in the head. And they're going to kill this Antichrist. Mm-hmm. They're going to lay him in the morgue. 
Most likely it will be in Jerusalem because that's going to be the headquarters of the Antichrist. When the Antichrist be assassinated in Jerusalem, guess what? He's going to lie in the morgue. He's going to lie in the morgue for three days. Why? Because Satan says, I've got to do a duplicate resurrection of Jesus Christ in order to deceive the world and believe it that he is the true Christ, which he was not the true Christ. He is the devil's antichrist. And so when he gets assassinated, he will lay dead in the morning, getting ready to be buried on the fourth day. But the third day, guess what's going to happen? The 12th chapter of Revelation. There's going to be a war in heaven, not the war that was in heaven before Adam and Eve. I'm talking about Amen. the war that's in first and second heaven now. There's a war going to go on. God's going to give Michael, the archangel, permission and his angels. Amen. All right, Satan, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go to work. Satan says, I got to go to earth. So he's coming to earth. And when he's just cast to the earth, he's going to be angry. He's going to be upset because he knows that he's been cast down from the first heaven, from the first and second heaven, from the actual heaven, and now he's cast to earth, and then he's going to be cast to the bottomless pit, and from the bottomless pit mm. he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. He knows he's on his way down, and on his way down he's, going to, he's trying to bring the whole humanity with him to go to hell with them. And so what he's going to do, they're going to fight Michael and his angels, and they're going to be cast out of heaven. And when they're cast out of heaven, guess what? UFOs, good God Almighty, all these alien beings that's been floating around for thousands of years, now is coming to earth. Everybody's been wondering about what are these beings? What are these entities? What are these demons doing? They're getting ready to invade earth. If you won't believe me, ask Will Smith in the, the picture called Independence Day. Ask all the movie instructors that have made movies of invasion on earth. Well, there's going to be an actual invasion of demons, devils, cohorts, Nephilim, scorpions are going to invade the earth. And Satan is going to be the leader pack. And when he comes down here, the first thing he's going to go, he's going to go for the body of the dead Antichrist. And he's going to infuse his spirit, his very spirit, into this Antichrist. And he's going to do what? Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Are you alive? Oh, is he going to resurrect this Antichrist? Absolutely. He's going to resurrect him. And he's going to resurrect it because he's going to be inside of the body of the Antichrist. Mm. And now, he's not the Antichrist, he becomes the beast. He becomes a ballistic, malignant animal. Ooh. He becomes, he's ready to behead anybody that will not bow down to him. And the devil gets mad at the saints of God. He gets mad at the prophets. He gets mad at Jesus. He gets mad at the Almighty because nobody in the heavenly host and nobody on earth that the saints of God would not bow down to him. And I'm not going to bow down to him. And I would tell you now, don't you bow. Because there's only one name that's above every name. And that name is Jesus. And Jesus says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. 
And when he's resurrected from the dead, guess what? He's going to admit that he, and say that he is God Almighty. Mm. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to go inside the temple that the Jews are getting ready to build. They're getting ready to build a temple, church. Preachers, deacons, backsliders, whoremongers, liars, mailmen, postmen, whoever you are. They're getting ready to build a temple for the Antichrist to sit in. And he's going to consider himself as God Almighty. And that's where AI will come in. AI is artificial intelligence. That's where the image of the beast will be set up in the temple. That's where the false prophet will cause the image of the beast to both speak. And to do what? Both speak and cause the world to receive a mark in the hand or in the forehead. My friends, let me tell you all this evening. This is Elder Bazaar. This is Brother Timothy Jackson. We're coming from the Word of God. You're not going to hear this in the churches today. Some churches, they don't preach this. In fact, a lot of churches don't preach Revelation because Revelation tells you the Amen. It tells you the consequences of the loss. It tells you the consequences of the righteous. And if you ain't righteous with the blood of Jesus Christ that gives you righteousness, guess what? You're going to get caught up in a decision to be made during the tribulation period. And I'm going to close with this. And after 144,000 get through with their mission, God's going to send two witnesses. And these two witnesses will be Moses and Elijah. And Moses and Elijah are going to preach for the last three and one half years. Now, this last three and one half years will be hell on earth. Amen. It will be Twenty-eight judgment that will fall on nothing but the wicked. Oh, y'all don't listen to me. It's going to fall on the wicked. And what's a wicked person? A wicked person is a person that have denied, rejected, scoffed at, lied on, rebuked the cross. They hate the cross. They reject the cross. They laugh at the cross. They say it's not necessary. That's wicked. That's Come on, wicked. doctor. It's not necessary because you drink. You're wicked. You're wicked because you denied, you rejected the only ultimate sacrifice that God could give humanity to save him from the death of hell and brimstone and fire, and you spit at him. You gave him the middle finger. You gave him every finger that you could think of, and you told God to take your cross, take your blood, and take everything that's holy and rebuke it. In my name, Lucifer. And guess what? That's wicked. And every person that sure received is. the mark of the beast, every person that received the mark of the beast has told God Almighty, that's what I think of the blood of mm. Jesus Christ. That's what I think of his sacrifice death. That's what I think of his birth, death, resurrection. And that's what I think about him coming back again. But let me tell you something. When he come back, there's only one thing you can do. You can run, but you can't hide. Amen. And there will be no excuses for you not knowing. If you hear this word tonight, 
If you hear Brother Jackson tonight, if you hear Brother Bazaar tonight, and we're not talking out of anger, we're not talking out of out of trying to scare nobody, we're talking out of love. Don't go to hell. Please don't. Don't go to hell for nobody. Don't go to hell for your mama, your daddy, your sister, your uncle. Don't go to hell because if you go to hell, you're going to be burning forever. For what? For your own low-down, rotten, conniving, unbelief, disbelief, sin. That's why you're going to hell. Right. Because so many people, and I'm going to give it to the brother, so many people have said, I once was saved, but now I'm lost. Then I got saved. Then I was lost. Then I got saved. That's a lie. You only can get saved (laughs) once. Amen. You only can receive salvation once. Jesus Christ Amen. only died one time. And like the brother said, if he could come back down here, he would. But he ain't going to be dying no more. He ain't going to be whipped on no more. He ain't going to be lied on no more. He ain't going to be criticized no more. Jesus Christ done it once and for all. And if you miss this trip, if you miss this way of salvation, shame, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. You will laugh and burn forever mm. and mm. you will take five things with you to hell you will take oh. your memory you will take your taste you will take your smell you will take your eyesight you will take your hearing and your soul will be tormented forever for your own sin no don't go don't go brother sister that's don't right go. I know. I know this is terrifying, and it should be terrifying because sin is terrifying. And sin terrifies God because he hates it. And he hates it so much that he said, I'll die for you. I'll suffer for you. I'll be beaten for you. I'll be whipped for you. I'll take all your spit. I'll take all your denial. I'll take every sin you have put on me, and I'll take it to the grave, and I'll stay down in the grave for three days and three nights and tell Satan, here's your mess. I'm going back on top side, and when I get back on top side, I'm going to have all power in heaven and earth in my hand. My friends, take Romans 10 and 9. Brother, brother going to take 10 and 9 and work with that 10 and 9 and show you how to be saved. Go ahead, brother. Amen, brother. Awesome word. Awesome teachings. Amen. Amen. We're not trying to, amen, promote fear or you being scared. We already know what the Bible says. The Bible says that God had not given us the spirit of fear. We have nothing to fear. Amen. Then the Bible. Amen. Let me show you some scriptures. Let me deal with the Bible says. A lot of times we talk, amen, brother. People like to say, oh, well, you know, you said that. I tell people everywhere I go, any church I preach in, anybody I talk to, you won't ever be able to say that that preacher said this or that preacher said that. Instead, you'll be able to say that preacher said that the Bible said this and the Bible said that. Amen. Amen. Give all glory. And praises to the Most High God. Amen. We owe it to Him. We owe it to His Son. We owe it to the Holy Spirit. 
for the ultimate sacrifice to redeem man's souls back to Yahweh, back to God. Come Amen. on, preacher. Amen. We owe it Come to on. him, brother. Awesome words, yes, but we, we must let the folks know. Amen. No. It, it does. It, I must admit, when I was not saved and when I was in the world, I used to hate to hear these messages too. I used to hate them. My dad was a pastor, and he preached these type of messages. Yeah, I used yeah. to hate to hear them. I, I used to hate to hear him, brother, talk about how, you know, when you die, if you don't have your soul right, you're going to hell. Now, he was uh-huh. always telling, I know that's right. He, 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 amen. I'm he was you, always brother. giving to us what the Holy Spirit gave to him. And he wasn't yeah. lying, but he was telling the truth. Amen. True. He was telling the truth. There is no way around that. Amen. There is no way around it. You know, you have to be obedient to God's will, and we must be obedient to what the Holy Spirit of God gives us to teach. Amen. We have to, Amen, we have to do what God says to do because why? We want you to be saved. We don't want nobody to be lost. This is why That's we right, preach brother. what he do. We are a rarity among preachers at this day and time because the Lucifer has crept in unawares and have put men in churches that only want to teach prosperity ministry. Come Amen. on now. Come on, preacher. Oh, brother, you better hear what I'm saying. That's all they want to talk about. Do you know why the devil did that? The devil, because he knew. See, let me tell you something about the history of man. The history of man has always, at some point, brought about his own demise. He said, well, what are you talking about? Do you know the more evil you are? Do you know that death is, the, the death angel is really up on you? You're about to die. I've seen, yeah. I've seen folks that cut up in the world that's just so evil. I said, his person ain't going to live long. Next thing you know, within a year, that person's dead. That's, re- that's a real thing. Most of the time that's a real thing. So when society does so much evil like, let me give you an example. Do you know that the angels go before God and say, Lord, you you know, back during the flood, before the flood, yeah, the, the, the Nephilim was on the earth and they were like, God, you see them, you see man is just so wicked. They kept bringing God knows everything. But it disturbed the angels so much, so much wickedness on the earth. Yeah. That God said, okay, enough is enough. Don't you know that we have approached that time again in history? Right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. Look at the nonsense. And, and, and I know that most people don't think it's that bad. Oh, it's always been like this. Oh, it's only because of the Internet that we know this and we know that. Let me share this with you. Amen. Let Come me on. share this with you. This evil that's going across the planet, yes, we've had these type of things before. We got organ harvesting, prostitution. They're snatching kids up left and right. Somebody else, I don't know what it was, I don't know if it was someone on YouTube or the news, they were talking about it again. Uh, this woman was talking about how they're now talking about women need to carry guns more because women are just disappearing. It's sad. That's a tragic uh-huh. thing. A mother of a child or daughter 
of someone, someone's daughter, some, someone's sister, someone is taking these women. What are they doing to them? What are they, these women have never heard from again. Where are they at? What are they doing with the body? This is, this is evil being perpetuated at a high level. Amen? This is what we see happening. Yes, sir. Come on. You can believe all you want. All this happens all the time. Oh, it's only because of the Internet that we can see so much going on in the world. That's only somewhat true, but it's happening too, too much. Amen? And Come on. Christ is getting ready to return. Romans, the 8th chapter, verse 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Watch this. Shall tribulation. It starts out with tribulation because you want to know why? Tribulation is one of the worst things, one of the worst things that could tip man, that a man or woman that's saved to basically turn from God. If it was possible, it's not possible that once you're saved, you're always saved. But it said, but Paul used tribulation because you want to know why? Tribulation is the worst type of thing, yeah. worst yeah. type of trouble to go through. It is. When you have tribulation in your life, and also in reference to the great tribulation, but this is not what the scriptures say. It's kind of saying that, but we know that nothing is like the great tribulation. It's just simply saying turmoil in your life. Right now, Come on. I am going through tribulation in my life. I am going through something I've not ever experienced in my life. Come Amen. On. Where you feel like the world is against you, your family is against you, people hate you, people don't like you. Never felt like this. And I know mainly what it is. It's because the devil knows his time is short. He knows short. that we are preaching this gospel. Me and Elder Bazaar, we're preaching this word. As I told you in the beginning, I believe we was born for this. The devil yes, we were. that we Absolutely. preach this gospel. You don't have Absolutely. preachers out here preaching that. That's how we know that we're getting close because the church is getting further and further away from God. You say, our oh, well, people have always killed and murdered. Yeah, but don't you see some other things that's going on in the world? Look at the Come church. On. People don't want to go to church no more. People don't want to hear the Bible no more. There's no, the, the, the love of the world has waxed cold. People are Come cold hearted. People oh. are so cold hearted. People look at you crazy. People don't want to speak. People are, people just, so much nonsense going on in the world. Amen. Amen, brother. And, and, and we know what it is. The devil is mad because he knows his time is short. And what the devil is doing is he's he's put up distractions. That's what he's done. He's put up distractions left and right. Because you want to know, as I said a while ago, men have crept in unaware. Because because to turn your attention, that's why you don't see preachers preaching like, like we preach now. They don't preach like that no more. Brother, I was shocked. To find out in the early 1900s they preached like this. I saw a video. I Come on, preacher. Because I said, what? They were preaching like this back then? Oh, man, yeah. they, brother, when I tell you, they were on it. They were talking like me and you talking yes, now. Yes, they were, the brother. Man, brother, they were talking about fire brimstone. They were talking about the millennium. I said, they knew about the millennium. I said, what happened to the church? The devil said, oh, no. I got to stop these Negroes. They yeah, come old. on, preacher. Come they on. They're warning folks about Christ, about the return. They're telling folks about the rapture and the gathering together of the church. 
They're talking about the millennial reign. They got to talk about tribulation, how Lucifer going to be cast down, and the beast and the Antichrist going to be cast. Like, Lucifer, I got to stop this. You got to stop this. You don't want souls saved. You rest believe anybody that don't want you in heaven and wants you in hell in the lake of fire is Lucifer. Come on. Come on. Well, I could not believe. I said they were preaching like this in the 1920s and the 1930s. Yes, sir. Very yes, intelligent sir. preachers. We had intelligent people back then. Come on. Preaching the gospel. Yeah, maybe they couldn't read or write, but they talked through the Holy Spirit. They preached the gospel. Yes, you did, brother. Amen. Maybe they weren't so educated like we are now, but they still preached the gospel. They preached the gospel. Yes, sir. You don't have that. You Now... Now, brother, people are so intelligent, so smart, but they ain't got the spirit of God. Yeah, they're a bunch of wussies, boy. I tell you, that's it. They don't want. They so afraid that that. If I, I've actually had a preacher tell me one time, brother. Oh, yeah, but you know, uh, you preach that, ain't nobody gonna be receptive to that. I'm like, Negro, please. I'm not looking Come to on. be accepted or receptive to. Come I'm on, preacher. Truth in the gospel of God. Yeah, you could preach that, but you ain't gonna have no people paying, but putting money in the collection plate. I said, Lord, have mercy. Is that what we've been reduced to? Come on, is that we come afraid on. to tell the truth because we we afraid that ain't nobody gonna come to church and put money in the collection plate to pay your come Cadillac on. bill or your light bill, or your gas, or your wife a new fur coat and a new Gucci purse or coat come or whatever. Come on, come on, folks out here wasting their money on. I'm like, what type of nonsense has been perpetuated? This is the type Come of nonsense in the churches, and this is what's happening. Lucifer has sent men into the church in these, from these different organizations to turn people's mindset towards money. Come on, man. Past, Tell us too. past 30-some years, since the 80s, money has been the key in churches. And it really started earlier than that. It really was implanted back in the 60s. Yes, and it was. I, yes, remember, sir. I remember, I didn't know anything about Pastor Ike, but I don't know how I even ran into his videos on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I, I, I guess because I was listening, watching some motivational videos because he, because uh, it was a motiv- I watched motivational videos often. His video popped. I'm like, who is this Pastor Ike? Who is this guy, brother? I listened to that, and man, you will be surprised the amount of people who listen to this man and follow him. And most people yes. don't even know. If you do your research, you'll find out some of the things that he did. People don't even know that. I said, you know what? No. I said, I said, you got to start reading and studying your Bible yourself. This man twists the Bible so much. I said, this man is twisting the Bible. Yes, follow him, brother. He had folks follow him. Talking about he had gold on the wall. I'm like, who puts gold on what type? What type of money they giving this man to put gold on his wall? Lord, help he her. had. He had a fleet of Rolls Royces, I believe. It was something like that. He had a fleet of Rolls Royces. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Lord, how much they had made this man rich. This is where prosperity ministry, one of the, one of the places it started. I can't really say if he started it, but we know it's one of the places. We know that, that Elijah Muhammad was making money back when he was making money. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the yeah. 1930s or 20s, whatever it was, when he joined the Muslims. This is yeah. the type of stuff that's being pushed 
in not only just our communities, but the communities around the world. People are taking religion, taking the Bible, taking the Word of God, twisting it, holding the book in there. Farrakhan do it well. I, I mean, he ain't going to bite my tongue. He does. He does it well. He twists the Bible, and folks follow him. I yeah. learned that back in 1973, the year I was born, that the Nation of Islam, brother, was worth over $70 million. Listen, listen now. That listen. is insane. Oh, y'all not hearing me. Y'all think it's, oh, that ain't a lot of money. Boy, nine, nine, 1973, $70 million was a bunch of money. It was like a billion dollars. Come on, preacher. In that time. Can you Tell imagine it. what that organization may be worth? I'm sure it's worth. Yeah, they say Farrakhan's only worth three or four million dollars. Yeah, I'm sure he has a nice house and some clothes. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, the stuff he owns is probably worth three to four million. But the but the amount of money that organization has, I, I guarantee, is well in the billions. Nobody knows it. He talks about helping the black community. He he ain't trying to help the black community so that much. If your organization worth, I'm sure they worth over. But if they worth seventy three billion in nineteen seventy, bro, they got to be worth over a billion dollars today. Come on, come on, come on. They ain't building jobs in our community. They ain't Tell trying it, to get bills and poverty in our community. But yet, Pope Paul's nonsense. And then he has the nerve to circle back around and talk bad about black preachers. But black preachers are afraid to stand up to him. I don't care who come he on. is or what he think he know. If he don't know this word of God, he don't know more than me and Elder Bazaar. He gonna light hell. He gonna light hell up. He gonna light hell up. <laughs> Amen. Yes, he is. Amen. I am so sorry, man. I got on my rent. I've been getting into Revelation chapter, eight, but I'm just saying, and we may have. To, I may get into it tomorrow or, or Wednesday night, Thursday yeah, night. You, yeah, you be with but, me tomorrow. But, yeah. Stop, stop. Amen. But, but the point that I'm making is that we have to stop this nonsense, this religion is ruining the pathway to God. Because yes, man is looking at man and not looking at God. Come you on, preacher. I tell folks all the time, well, what you following me for? I'm man, I'm subject to fail. I'm going to fail. It ain't because I'm speaking, it's because it's the truth. We've Come on, preacher. We are, we are what? Carnal. Come we on. are flesh. Carnal minded. We were born into sin. We sick are in sin. Sick with yeah. it. That's right. Sick with it. We are taking medicine every day. Spiritual medicine. Come on, preacher. Come on. We tell it like it is. Heal. Amen, brother. Spiritual medicine. You know, the most delusional people in the world are the ones that think that they're better than somebody else. Think that they All perfect. right. Yeah. They're the most delusional people in the world that have the nerve to look down somebody. What did Christ say? He said, any one of you without sin cast the first stone. Come on, And the Bible said, from the eldest to the youngest. You want to know why the the oldest one men left first? Men that had so much sin, they had had a book. They had a book of sin. They never said, man, let me put this rock down. Power doing stuff they didn't have no business doing. But a lot of times, yes, Lord. I think you're back on to the brother. A lot of times, Amen. We get so wrapped up in man, these churches, and what these pastors do. We look at what they got, who they are, all kind of stuff. I remember I used to live back in the metro. I remember my my friend. He was a minister. He told me about this 
preacher. These guys would hold the door for wherever he goes. Man, I can open my own door. I don't need no entourage of men around me. I don't need nobody dusting off my shoes and doing all kinds. What have, what has the, this is what Lucifer has done. He's turned church into a, 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 a entertainment spot. Come on, preacher. People are to shout, dancing, and, and most of them are not real. They're not authentic. No way. It's an entertainment place to go get entertained. Come on. Get saved. No more place to get entertained. Hey, you look, look at a lot of these preachers. I'm going to say it. Look at Joe Osteen. I don't never Come see on. him and none of, these, none of these preachers talk about the plan of salvation. None of them. I don't never see it. I don't see uh, none, uh, none of them. Preachers. I can't remember none of them that talk about, they ain't going to touch the book of Revelation. I don't want to talk about Revelation John Hagee. He at least do touch on Revelation a lot. He does. Yes, he does. But the rest yeah. of them, they won't touch Revelation. They won't touch the plan. So I ain't never heard none of them quote Romans 10, 9, 10. And that on, one thing always say. They ain't going to never teach that. They are paid as, as in, to be entertainers. Entertainers. That's what they made, they, they made it to be, entertainers. And they're they come out of paid. Hollywood. Yeah, they come out of, out of Hollywood. Hollywood. They out of Hollywood. That's right, brother. They are paid to entertain you, to keep you entertained, to keep you distracted until Christ comes. And they'll be like, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's too Stop late hurting. now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You still gonna be here because you didn't believe this stuff that they didn't talk. You you've been taught. You've been hoodwinked. You gonna get a house? <laughs> I remember. I remember that stuff. Sure. Yeah. Bamboozle. That's it. But I remember. Oh, <laughs> they, they slap yeah. you on the forehead. Slap you. Yeah. Slap you on the back of the head. Slap your yeah. hand and tell you you gonna be uh-huh. rich and tell you this and tell you that, and you like. Still waiting all this stuff to come to pass. I'm like, this is entertainment. It's entertainment. And they walk out of the out of the church in the back of the church with thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I told y'all before, one of my friends, she's a member of Jake's church back in Dallas, Texas, and she said, Tim, they got armored trucks. Not one truck. She's a plural trucks. Pull up to the church to take that money out. I said, you got to be joking. What are they taking it to? And, and why would I trust the bank to count my money? Why? Why am I going to give my money? I'm the pastor of the church. Why am I going to trust the banks to count? How do I know the banks ain't lying? The banks Come ain't some of that money. See, that's how you know some brother. I said when she talks, I said, something ain't said right. I thought about this. Come on, preacher. I said, why do the banks just take, do they count the money before they take the money to the bank? Hopefully they count their own money and then, hey, this is what we got. We got $2 million, son. We got a $1 million Sunday. And then let you take it to the bank. Hopefully this. I don't know. I'm just saying. But something just don't seem right, all this money in these religious organizations. Did you know there are more churches, there, there are 10 times more churches than there are banks in America? Come on. Come on. Come on. Y'all yeah, not hearing what I'm saying. Ten times more churches than there are banks in this country. And churches is tax-free money. Churches are not taxed. Where's that money going? Amen. Y'all not hearing me. Come Let on, me get preacher. Back to the I'm going to come back. Ooh. Amen. 
Hey, man. hey man, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna come back tomorrow and, and work on Revelation eight and nine. But now I'm gonna give it to the brother. Sorry about that, brother. Go ahead. One hand, That's one all right. No, everything okay. Hey, Amen. The gospel's too hot to trot. Hey, Amen. The gospel's too hot <laughs> to trot. See, we we busting the devil wide open. He he he's mad now because we he got a yeah. lot of clowns out there. He got a lot of clowns and a lot of people said, well, we shouldn't talk about. We shouldn't be judged. No, I ain't your judge. The Bible's your judge. The, the, Amen. The, the God of heaven is your judge. And the Bible says, if you walk in the light, as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another. There's a lot of Amen. people out there talking about they want to have fellowship. They can't even have fellowship with nobody. They all stuff up in their cell. Man, we need to bust these here false prophets and let them know they're on their way to hell. Just like you said, in 1900, from 1900 on up to 20s, the 30s, the 40s, and 50s, those preachers used to preach on the street corner. Hell, fire, brimstone. If you don't get saved, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't say, "Come on to church and get baptized and become a member. You can go to heaven." They will tell you right now. If you don't repent, you're gonna perish right. and burn in a hell's fire. You don't hear that That's on right. the pulpit no more. You don't you hear don't. nowhere harder. And if you say hell, they say, "Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, they don't, 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 they don't sound good." Yeah, it don't sound good. It don't sound good. That's right. Your soul ain't right. And you know where you're mm-hmm. going when you die. If you don't know mm-hmm. where you're going before you die, most likely you ain't saved. Woo-hoo. Come on, doctor. I know. I know without a shadow of a doubt. I know what Jesus Christ did for me on Calvary's cross. I know he took my sin. I know I was guilty for nailing him to the cross, and he forgave me. And he got up from the grave, and he said, I'll save you, bizarre, if you want to be saved. If you want to be sanctified, if you want to be justified, and what's wrong with the world today? People want to be saved and still be what? They want to be the devil himself. They want to do the work of the devil, but you can't do the work of the devil and Jesus Christ's work at the same time. Can't serve God and man. Man, the Bible says in the last day there shall be what? Many, many false prophets and all the world. All the false prophets that ever been, ever will be. There's one coming that's called the Antichrist, and he will prophesy. He will be a miracle demonized man. He will be demonized by the devil, and the devil will have full control of him, and he will tell the world that he is God Almighty. What you going to do then? What you going to do? And if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and that's why Jesus Christ yearned and he burned and had a desire to save the world, and the world said, get back. Get back. I'll take you later. I got a few more things to do in my life. And Hollywood, Hollywood is on its way to hell. And not That's only right. Hollywood is on his way to hell, but the, some church-going folks are on their mm. way to hell and think they can make it to heaven without Jesus Christ. But my mm. friends, I'm here to tell you right now, I'm telling you in the love of God, I'll tell anybody, don't miss heaven. Don't That's miss right. heaven. And the only way you can get to heaven you can't get there on your works. You can't get there on your new car. You can't get there on your new wife. 
You can't get there on your children. You can't get there on your home. You can't get there on your bank account. You can't get there on your real estate. You can't get Mm. there on nothing that you can try to attain. The only way you can get to heaven, you got to come down at the foot of the cross and look at Jesus and see what he done for you. That through his suffering, through his pain, through his agony, through his crying, through his uh, 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 bowing his head and dropping his head and die and said it is finished until you come to him in repentance of your sins because your sin stinks. And I'll tell you that, I'll tell you that without biting my tongue. Your sin stinks. Your own self-righteousness stinks. Mm. It stinks so bad that flies won't even land on it. And then what you think, God looks at your sin, and he wants to wash. He wants to wash your sins away. He wants to make you a new creature. He wants you to make in his image and in his likeness. He wants you to live in heaven with him forever. He wants you to enjoy you forever in eternity. He wants you to give you rewards. He wants you to take you across the universe to eternity. And yet still, you want to rebuke his love to his son, Jesus Christ. And he said, whosoever will, come on. Leave that drugs alone. Leave those women alone. Turn away from that old slow-for attitude that you got. Ah, man, I ain't going to church today. Man, I I, I parted all last night. Man, I still carry a hangover. Well, you better get over that hangover because if you don't get over that hangover, you're going to be hanging over hell. And hell is no place to be hanging over. But since you love sin so much, since you love sin so much more than Jesus Christ, then you got to pay for your own sins. Romans 10 and 9. 10 and come 9. On, Romans 10 and 9 said, if thou confess, come on, boy. Come on, girl. Come on, old man. Come on, postman. Oh. If you confess with your mouth, huh? come on, tell the world that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the power of God. The Bible said, thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be redeemed. Thou shalt be bought back with a price, sealed with the Spirit until the day of redemption. Don't die tonight. This is Brother Bazaar and this is Brother Jackson. Whatever you do, don't die tonight. Don't die tonight. If you ain't saved, you better hope to God you don't die without Christ. Because if you die without Christ, if you die without Christ, I, I, I ain't making a promise. I, I, brother, brother, brother Jackson ain't making a promise. Jesus promised you, except you will be born again. You cannot come in. I can't let you in. And I'm not. I'm not no racist. Christ is not no racist. He's not no bigot. Amen. But he said, I can't let you. I cannot let you in heaven if you mm. don't know my son Jesus Christ. If your sins have not been washed in the blood, I cannot let you in heaven. Right. So why don't you just give your life to Christ tonight? Confession is made into salvation. And salvation comes, you receive the righteousness of Christ. You can lift your hands up tonight, wherever you are. If you gather around the radio, tell your friends, man, Jesus Christ is coming, man. These guys here on, on the Internet, man, I, 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 don't, I don't hear them regular. I, I don't even hear that in my church. I don't even hear that some on the street corner. I, you know what I hear? 
Come on and give me your money. Sing a few songs, read a few scriptures, and shake each other's hand and smile and hug each other and then go home and think you're ready for heaven. No, you got to go to the cross, brother. You can go to the blue cross. You can go and, and get a double cross. You can go to the red cross. But there's nothing like the cross of Christ. Because when you come to him, he can save your little old soul just like a twinkling of an eye. And you'll be ready to be caught in a rapture. So this That's is right. Brother Bazard. This is Elder Elder Bazard and Brother Jackson. I'm going to let Brother Jackson get, get the last three minutes because this is his show. This is his ministry show. And I'm working with him and he's working with me. He got about three minutes <laughs> off of that a prayer of, of, of uh, come to the altar, and the altar can be right there in your house. Go ahead, Brother Jackson. Amen. 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 All glory be to the most high God. Amen. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. As I said, amen, um, the Romans 8th chapter. Amen. Let me go back to it real quick. Romans 8th chapter. Amen. I want you to understand. Once you say that you're always saved, amen, there's no need to worry. Your salvation is sealed. Christ has delivered you. You have been delivered. Amen. As I was saying, Romans 8, chapter, verse 35. Amen. It talks about the different uh, things that we go through that, that could possibly separate us from Christ. Distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, pearl, or sword. Amen. Nothing can separate us from God. Once saved, always saved. And that's a good feeling. And what, basically what I'm saying is you are secure. We cannot, you cannot lose once you come to this side. It's impossible. Once you get saved, you can't lose. There is no losing once you get saved. People are so concerned about what they're going to lose uh, if, they, if they get saved. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose yeah. friends. I ain't going to get to have fun. I don't get... We can have fun on this side, amen. Now, I must admit, there are some things that you're not going to get to do, amen, or, or you're not going to do, amen, that you used to do, that you may have enjoyed while using the world, amen, amen. But it's a good type of fun. It's a safe type of fun. It's a fun that has longevity attached to it. So I Come on, say preacher. That, amen. Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you want to get saved today, get saved. We will be back on the air tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, I believe that's, I mean, yeah, West Coast is 2 p.m. We'll be on tomorrow. We're going to get into Revelation 8. Bless the Lord, brother. I'll be on with you this upcoming Thursday. All I'll right, brother. I'm looking God, for you. God is good. God's opening up doors. Hey, family, yes, we got yes, the sir. victory, and we cannot be defeated. You're going to get to live for all eternity. You will get a brand new body, man. You just don't know, Paul. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.